Hi, we're Cardigan Academy, your helpers for all things mental health, parenting, and education. I'm Devani. And I'm Stacy. And today we're having cafeteria time. On the menu today, we're discussing dog DNA, salami pickles, Jenga the elephant, custom puzzles, blood types, and more. So it is between Christmas and New Year's, setting the scene. So no one really knows what day it is. I know. <laughs> I'm literally setting the scene in my own head every day, but um, this will come out after the New Year. So happy, happy New 2022. Year. Yeah. <laughs> How was your break? Weird. Good. Yeah. It was a mix. It, like you and I have talked about, it's kind of weird to, for you and I not to be doing our podcast recordings and our usual things uh quite as much like it was good because I got other stuff done but I missed it yeah it felt um like I was off kilter is that the right yes. word yes it, it even took us a couple of weeks sometimes when we would be talking about other things like to say like I feel like not having that check-in was yes yeah <laughs> disorienting yeah didn't we decide that from now on when there's breaks we're still yes. gonna <laughs> yeah meet up <laughs> at least once a week because it was too weird <laughs> yeah okay so i want to know a gift you gave or got um so my kids had a puzzle made of the cardigan academy logo <laughs> and gifted me a puzzle like at That's first i didn't realize what it was it's like a jar and i was like is there a t-shirt in here because i saw the logo and they said, do you know what it is? And I was like, no. And then I saw the pieces. It's like 300 pieces. And I said, oh my gosh, it's a puzzle. Because I love puzzles. So yeah. I just, I love, I guess for, I love that they are, because they've gotten us the mugs. Mm -hmm. And just stuff I've seen my daughter post either on Facebook or her blog or things she said. I can tell they're proud of us. And yeah. uh, I don't know, that feels, that feels really good. It just makes me happy that they're, that they think that what, we're doing is good and cool and that they're proud of us. I just, I love that. Yeah. And we, we are going to have them on the podcast this year. And like I was thinking today, like, I'm just looking forward to spending time with your kids, like having a conversation yeah. with each of them. Like, I mean, it's great that it'll be on the podcast, but also like, I'm just going to be able to just talk. I know. I'm excited for that too. I'm really looking forward to it. And I love how much our kids know about each other. Mm -hmm. So that when we even talk about doing this, they're like, how's that going to be with this and that? <laughs> and I'm like, we're going to find out. We are yeah. excited. <laughs> so we've been asking on social media if there's anything specific that listeners would like us to discuss. We will be talking about parenting, obviously, and homeschooling. We've all been homeschooled the whole way through. And and I would like them each to also just talk about themselves, whatever they feel like sharing. Yeah. I told them we won't, I'm not going to coach you, but we'll give you, you know, 
they can have the questions ahead of time so they can time to think about yeah. it. No coaching. Like, here's what people want to know. Give it some thought. And well, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear yeah. the answers. Me too. <laughs> Plus, when I started out homeschooling, I think I would have loved something like this. Yeah. I would have loved to have heard interviews with kids who are in it, who have graduated from it. Yeah. And hear what they think, what they like, what they love. I, I would have loved this. Yeah. We are the type of parents that are always having conversations with our kids about mm -hmm. all of this anyway. Like we do a lot of check-ins and, you know, I just said to my kids today, what out school classes would you like me to look for for you in January? And, but also it will be different because Stacy will be able to be talking to my kids about some of this stuff and vice versa. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just, it's going to be cool in a lot of ways. I'm excited. I'm really excited. Okay, how about you? Tell me about a gift. So I brought one to show you. <laughs> show and tell. It is also a puzzle. Oh my gosh, it's your cats. <laughs> and that picture that I love. And it says, friends. <laughs> my, my aunt got me a puzzle made of our two cats. That The one that is, was new this year and the other one getting along. Because every time they're touching, cuddling near each other, I post a picture. And so she had me, uh, she had a puzzle made that is the two of them together that says friends. And I cried. Oh, that is <laughs> sweet. I love thoughtful gifts. Me too. They're my favorite. I don't, I, it's so funny because I'm not the stereotype on so many mo in movies and, you know, it's the diamonds are a girl's best friend. No, I don't want like a big grand gesture. Something, I don't want something super expensive. I want, yeah. I like thoughtfulness. Mm-hmm. So that's really, that's super yeah, sweet. Yeah. And I also brought the postcard of the gift you got me. Stacy got me a bracelet that tracks an elephant. It's so cool. So the bracelet has an elephant bead on it and it's so neat. Like you, the postcard says the elephant's name. His name is Jenga and he's 35 years old um, and where he lives in Kenya and when he was collared. Um, and then there's a, QR code. When you scan that, it shows not what he's currently doing because they don't want poachers to have access to it, oh. which like how smart, right? But it showed like the previous, I think that it might be updated quarterly. Oh. It's so cool. And then I just love wearing the bracelet because I don't know, maybe this sounds weird, but it's very calming to me. Like sometimes when I can't sleep at night, I think about whales just in the ocean there's just whales in the ocean right now swimming in the ocean and so now i feel the same way about jenga and the bracelet like i put the bracelet on and i'm doing the dishes or driving and i see it and i just look at the bead and think jenga's just out there like just living oh. his life <laughs> oh <sighs> it's that so makes wonderful me so happy yeah when i i didn't know this existed and when i saw it i'm like oh <gasps> This is got this has got Devity's name all over I it. I like, love uh, <laughs> it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Oh, that makes me so happy. Yeah, but in yeah. general, I feel like all the gifts, all the gifts I gave and received this year were were fun and good. And it was like it was a really good mm -hmm. holiday. And today I said to my husband, I've been eating pistachios, oranges, chocolate, and toast. And like I just feel like I just, I'm just going to keep eating those things. <laughs> like, indefinitely. It's, like, so nice. It sounds like, uh, like, the Snoopy Thanksgiving. You're, like, toast. Yep. 
or the brat diet when you're not feeling well and you have <laughs> bananas, right? Apples, right? Tea. Yeah. But this one's got chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> and pistachios very much feel like a holiday. Yes. Like I said, I want pistachios in my stocking. Yeah. Yeah. I. So I've been eating. Like we have a lot of traditional holiday foods that we've been making and eating and, and I love it. It's so much fun. And I love the week between Christmas and New Year's. It's very relaxing. Um, and we do a bunch of appetizer foods for New Year's and we do sushi and like, there's all this stuff, but there was one, there was one day this week that I was just like, I want salad. <laughs> you know, when you've been eating a certain way and your body's like, Hey, up there, how about uh, something green? Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I need, I need salad or something like. <laughs> yeah. The oranges are so good right now. So that's, yeah. that's ticking that box. Yes. Clementines, they smell so good. Mm -hmm. yeah. We always get um, bags of clementines. Yeah. This time of year. I guess that's what it is. Mm -hmm. We had two birthdays. My kids are now nine and 12 and you Happy have a birthday, birthday coming up at your mm -hmm. house too. So yeah, this is like a. We took like six weeks, but it's like significant, the stuff that has happened too. Yeah, there's a lot in, mm -hmm. this, in this time period. Like, there's a lot. <laughs> My husband and I got married five days before Christmas, so our anniversary is in December. And yeah, Max's birthday is January 3rd. So we really like to, It's I know it's challenging for people whose birthdays are right around the holidays. And so we decorate after Thanksgiving and we do Christmas and and all that stuff and we keep everything up and then what the way we do it the way we approach it is everything's up for new i love new year's love mm -hmm. it's just a fun holiday it's you and not now because the pandemic but it's usually friends come over we play games we eat food we have a good time i like anything with food it's just it's just a very chill holiday i, I like it and then january 2nd we pull everything down every holiday decoration so that on january 3rd it is all about Max's birthday, very separate from the holiday. Yeah. That's kind of how we've always done it. And it really does make us take the decorations down and not delay because, you know, because of the date. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure when we'll take stuff down this year. There's been conversation in our family about leaving it up a little bit longer than we normally do, which mm -hmm. I'm fine with as long as I'm having eye surgery on January 14th. So I'm like, the tree needs to be down before that. Yeah. I bet the lights would be weird for you. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. But I do love Christmas lights. Mm -hmm. Like I usually am one of the last people to take them down in our neighborhood because I have them on a timer, which is really nice because then I don't have to think about it. As soon as it gets dark, they're on, shut themselves off when it gets light in the morning. And oh, um, my mother-in-law got me a heated bird bath. Oh. So it won't freeze in the winter. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it has like a thermostat, so it only turns on when it needs to. So right now, no one, no birds are at the spa yet, <laughs> but it is open for business. And I'm hoping that it's oh, fun. That's going to be really nice. Do you have bird feeders out? We do, but we recently had some shrubs in the back removed. Uh-huh. And I feel like 80% of my birds have not returned. No. So I think it's just they have to get used to the, the new bushes that were planted. And, and hopefully it's just a temporary thing. But it's mm -hmm. it's been kind of disappointing. And it's not something I thought about when we okayed the landscaping and 
my husband was like, well, maybe it's just the time of year. I'm like, no, winter is when they should really be here. Locking up. Mm -hmm. Well, when they realize you have food, when you put it out, maybe they'll come back. Yeah. I don't know where they'll build their nests, but. Yeah. Well, and these bushes will, you know, get larger and won't need to be as maintained, which was the reason that the previous ones were removed. So Mm -hmm. it'll be good in the long run. We just have to get the birds used to it sell them on it it's like i need a bird realtor (laughs) location 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 you have the spot (laughs) (laughs) so we did something kind of sciencey and geeky and interesting it wasn't a christmas present it was just happened to be at this time of year but i was i've been watching shameless and there is a scene where it's there's so much going on in this so it's it's hard to like it's it's could be a spoiler but it's not a spoiler because there's just so much going on but there's just this scene where a kid goes into an organ transplant place and wants to donate part of his liver and they're like no you're too young you know do you have older siblings he says yes and she said do you know their blood types and he said no and so she hands him these kits and says well just have them do these kits and they'll find out right away what their blood types are. And Mm. I immediately whipped my head around, looked at my husband and said, that's a thing. And so we looked it up and you can order these kits. So we did, we ordered a, uh, cause our kids, well, now they know their blood types, but we, we, you can, I think both Mark and I have found ours out over the years from donating blood. Same. Right. They type it. And Kate has tried to donate, blood once or twice and each time there was some reason i don't one time it was really 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 hot out it was at the renaissance fair and i can't remember what there was some issue by the time she went in that you know they they have Uh to check certain things so and i can't remember the other one but and that happened to me when i was younger i was in high school and like i didn't like i didn't weigh enough to do it like there's sometimes there's reasons you, you can't but they've been very curious what their blood types are so we got these kits and they're really, really cool because they have, have you ever done them? Mm-mm. So you just, you, they give you a lancet and you, you prick your finger and they give you this little card. And so it's already pre, I don't really know. Like there's like the, the, what do you call that? When something has to react with it, the re- reagent, right? Yeah. They have like four little circles. So you, they have this little dropper and you put a drop of water to kind of activate it. And then you, you prick their finger and there's four little s- plastic sticks kind of or like they look like they look like little mini um like a club or something like Mm -hmm. you you get a drop of blood and you put it in the water on on the circle and you move it around and and you do a different stick for each one and so each circle is like the a the b oh oh and one of them whether it's positive or negative yeah yeah and then they have a chart so depending which one's turn speckly it tells wow. you your type. it was really cool like right away you're you're you get your blood type and then you can fill it out right on there and it has a little laminating sheet and boom you've got your blood type so we did that yesterday just for fun that is fun i've wondered about my kids because my husband and i know mm-hmm. the same thing from donating and i have a hypothesis that daniel's is the same as my husband's and evelyn is the same as mine based on on who gets bitten by mosquitoes more 
Because oh. I've heard, and I don't know how accurate that is either, but I've heard that mosquitoes go after certain blood types. So not only could we do the experiment, but we could see, we could test the hypothesis too. Yes. But I don't know if my kids will go for getting their fingers pricked. Uh, Max wasn't real thrilled, and I don't blame them. I feel really bad. And on top of poor Max, Kate did it you know it's just and we explained like hey people with diabetes do this like yeah i had to do it for gestational diabetes four times a yeah. day that's what we said they're like they do this and and max has a a really really good friend that he plays video games with every day and who has diabetes and so max is like yeah my friend does that and i said so they you know they do this every day um trying to just say it's it's okay and then <laughs> poor max we did it and it's like just no blood coming. Oh. And so we started reading up on all these tips. Like you should have your hands should be warm and mm -hmm. you should like swing your arms for a while and make sure you're hydrated. And so then we did all these things and we <laughs> <laughs> sterilized a pin. <laughs> and then we tried. I, I've got to ask Max how many times we did it because we tried different fingers. Oh, my. It was like. And I was so excited about doing this, thinking this will make, it'll show, look, it's super easy. You just boop, get the blood pipe. And it, it was like that with Kate and it was not like that with Max. I felt terrible because Max does not enjoy any of this. Like mm -hmm. that's this not their thing. And so eventually we got, I, Kate and I looked up some pointers online and it says, it says go for the second and third, like your Ooh. two middle fingers. Yeah. And they said, they said, avoid, don't do the thumb because you could bleed profusely. Oh, geez. so I said, do the thumb <laughs> because we've already tried all these other fingers and we're having such a hard time that That's bleeding it. profusely, <laughs> bleeding profusely for Max may mean Sounds good. getting a little bit out. <laughs> and even then we're like pushing down and massage. Eventually we, we barely got it, but we did it wow. and yeah it was a, like make sure you drink lots of water and your hands are warm <laughs> i don't i'm like should we be worried mark's like no i'm like is our kid a vampire <laughs> yeah and you can also do the um the genetic mm -hmm. part of it too right because i've said that to my family like if if we know ours we should but then i i get confused of how that all works then with the positive and negative as well well, Mark really geeks out on the genetics, always has. Mm -hmm. So before we did the test, I was like, let's Pun review squares. the genetics. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and the kids were like, let you know, we let's already know this. And I'm like, just do it. Humor your dad. He loves this because he <laughs> really does. And so they sit down. And so Mark knows his parents' blood types mm. and we know ours, but my parents don't know theirs. Mm -hmm. And so then we sat down to figure it out. And because we don't know my parents, based on everything else we know, we could f guess some of the possibilities for our kids. Yeah. But basically it turned out to be like, well, it could be all these things and we don't really know. And the kids are looking at me like, yeah, real good. We did this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just forget it. <laughs> They're like, we're going to find out in two seconds anyway, and we can look stuff up. Like, okay, fine. So <laughs> that's really cool. It was really fun. The things you learn from watching TV. I was like, that's a thing. So I also want to know about the other thing that you found out, which was pennies. What do you call it? 
our dog's DNA? Yeah. Okay. This was wild. Uh, we have the video reaction of the kids oh. seeing the results. Because, okay, so we adopted a dog. We adopted Penny in March. And she's from a shelter. So we didn't know. Like, they're like, we don't really know what she is. And it's been all year of like, do you, what do you think she looks like? I see a little bit of this. Looks like this. Acts like that, you know? And everyone's been guessing everything under the sun. She's about 20 pounds. And she's got reddish, longish hair and floppy ears and this cute snout. And I will say everything has been guessed from golden, like definitely a mix. But she's got, she has some golden retriever in her, corgi. Mm -hmm. Chihuahua, Pomeranian, long-haired Chihuahua, like uh, Tibetan, Spaniel, like so. And people will say, oh, she reminds me of such and such a dog. That's like, you know, Tibetan Spaniel. So then we mm -hmm. look it up and we're like, yeah, that could, that's her personality. Yeah. So we've been trying to guess and wonder and we don't, from based on the noises she makes, like all the stuff. So Kate said it would be really nice to get a DNA test for Christmas. So she told me she didn't even know if she would get the DNA test. But we ordered it and I looked at my husband. We got it back in November and I said, let's let's do it and not tell the kids. Like, let's yeah. send it in so that instead of opening just like a kit to do, she opens the results. That's so smart. I'm so glad that we did. And it came like, it takes a couple of weeks turnaround. So it came like just a couple of days before we opened presents. <laughs> so we sent it, we did it. We sent it in, but we didn't tell the kids any of this. So we got the results and printed it up and put it in the box. So when Kate... And Max opened the box. It looked like, oh, cool, a DNA kit. And then as she looked at it, she's like, wait, what? And she's pulling the paper out. So at this point, we're videoing. <laughs> so the day before, when it did, when the results did come in, it comes by email. I said, you know, you're at that point in Christmas where you're like, do we have everything? Is everything arrived? Is it wrapped? So I said, hey, do we have the DNA results? And Mark's like, yeah, and kind of whispering because Max is close by and. Yeah, they came in this morning and I had the split second thought of, okay, obviously he's going to see it unless there's a way to print it without looking. So we're all surprised on Christmas. And I love, like, I don't like spoiling surprises. And in mm -hmm. our house, we don't, like, we even tell each other where we're hiding Christmas gifts mm -hmm. so that we don't look, no one will look because we yeah. all like surprises that way. We don't want to ruin it. And so I had only a split second. And then I said, I want to know, which is very not like me. Yeah. <laughs> But I said, but it was like, I wanted to know because I wanted to watch know what I was watching. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So because Max was close by, but not really paying attention, Mark pulled it up on his phone and he showed it to me and my jaw dropped. And I was like, what? <laughs> and Mark's like, right. And then I was really glad I looked because it took a full day <laughs> of shock, like, <laughs> And the whole day of looking at Penny and being like, really? Really? Is this right? Like, so it turned and the kids had a very similar reaction. And we spent days looking at Penny, like saying it over and over again to try to like get it to sink in. So she is, she's a lot of things. She's like, like a lot, like a ton of different things, but she is mostly a pug. <laughs> she doesn't look like a pug. No. <laughs> She's like, I want to say it's like 29% pug and like 27% chihuahua. So I guess she's a, she's a chug. But then there's all these other animals in there. Like Pomeranian was like 3%. I can see the Pomeranian more right? than the 
pug or the chihuahua? I think it's when you look up, I thought the same, but when you look up long haired chihuahuas, okay, she does have that look sometimes, but we're like a, a pug. But Max has said for a while, like, does she have breathing issues? And she doesn't have a, a mm. super flat snout, but she does make this like, <laughs> like yeah. sound. And now that we know, it's really interesting because now that we know, we see things and we're like, oh my gosh. A lot of her personality and her mannerisms are very pug, even though no one, not, I will say that in all this past nine months of having her, there's not a single person that guessed pug. No. Not, not one. And it's funny because Max has always loved pugs and has said, oh, it'd be so Aww. cool to get a pug. So we're like, this is wild. But she does this like, like a, like a half body twist, jump backwards thing, like a kind of like a, almost like a hyper backwards side to side jump. Yeah. That's very pug-like. Yeah. And she sits really funny. Like, she sits like a... It's sort of like a human... We also say it's like Big Yoshi from Mario Kart. <laughs> but she sort of, like, sits and, like, all four paws are, like, forward. And pugs do that. <laughs> so we are learning, but we have been in a bit of shock for the past couple oh, of days. so cool. <laughs> it was so much fun. And I'm so glad that we did the results. and did it that way but yeah yeah that was very surprising <laughs> we always look at our cats and wonder like what their parents look like you mm -hmm. know because with cats i mean there are breeds but for the most part it's just what color and when we got pretzel the foster home she was in hi bridget she was there with her litter mate brother so he's orange and she's uh tortoise torty and then when I took her to get microchipped, uh, I had to go back to the, the shelter and just happened to be talking to the woman who was doing it. And she said, oh, her, two of her other litter mates are here. <gasps> and I was like, can I see them? <laughs> and she kind of looked at me like, I mean, I guess I just wanted to see. But they look, because I'm always curious about that. Like, how many were in the litter? How many boys? How many girls? What colors? Like, I want to know yeah. all that stuff, you know? So I, uh, she took me back, and they were both similar coloring to Pretzel. But she very clearly was the runt, because in the foster home, her brother's name is Noodle. He's still up for adoption. Anyone locals? <laughs> but um, when we were meeting them, I just kept saying, he's so big and she's so tiny and I guess I didn't think at that point that she I just thought it was male female and then seeing her sisters be the same size as him and and she was just drastically smaller than all of them then then I knew that that she was a runt but like yeah I want full like yeah family tree genealogy on all my pets and like I want to know yeah. who who fostered them and where they came from and I want to yeah. know all that I would think it's like I would think anybody would maybe not but yeah, yeah. They, when you when you go on for this I think it's called wisdom panel is the one that people use and when you go on there it'll even break down some of the like oh she has a gene for this and mm. like one was like there was a gene that probably explains why her hair has is reddish mm. and there was one about her um her toe beans <laughs> and it said she has a gene that might 
make it so that some like some of her toe beans will be pink instead of black and that's oh, she has that yeah and we've always thought it's super cute we're always like oh look it's black beans and pinto beans and like yeah. <laughs> so it breaks it down and then it'll say there's a section where it i don't know how related they are exactly but it's like these might be close relatives of hers and kind of like i guess with the human ones but it seemed like it was dogs that had similar matches but there was one girl said there's a dog named zoe somewhere that was incredible like the very similar and so they're like this could be a sister we were like oh my gosh wow that's so, <laughs> so cool poor thing's gonna think her name is you're a pug <laughs> <laughs> Every day, like 10 times a day. You a pug? <laughs> oh, it's like on talk shows when they reveal. <laughs> you are a pug. <laughs> the whole audience goes crazy. <laughs> this is nuts. Our, our kids are calling it um, the biggest plot twist of 2021. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> that's so cool what apps will you eat for new year's we do apps too we just made our shopping list so we are doing uh, a favorite in our house is salami pickles oh yes big favorite had like, those once at the valentine's day party yes okay so when the kids have when when people come over it's a request they're like can we have salami pickles and it's literally a slice of little dill gherkin it has to be dill and then I have very strong opinions on pickles. So they have to be dill. <laughs> Is that the only kind of pickle you'll eat? Uh, yeah, I think so. Like, I mean, I, I'll eat the others, but if I ever bite into a sandwich that has pickles and it's not dill, I am so disappointed. Like, <laughs> you should not have sweet pickles or bread and butter pickles or like, what, uh, that is just like a blasphemous travesty of what you've done to this burger and i never expect it and I, so yeah yeah it, it does have to be still on a burger but i was recently yes on a very big bread and butter kick just to eat would you just straight yeah i would have them like you know i would make like a plate with cheese and crackers and hard-boiled eggs and bread and butter pickles just to switch it up okay see that would be okay and if i'm being really honest i don't even know if i really know are they like a little sour like what are, what are they i don't know what it is What's either i've been thinking that too they have i think it's the spices there's something it's not i don't think it's like clove or cinnamon but something along that same sort of like i don't want to say okay. sweet but it feels more sweet than the dill uh-huh okay yeah okay that makes sense see and even relish too and this area, central Pennsylvania, holy crud, have we figured out that if you are getting relish or pickles, it is probably not dill. It's going to mm -hmm. be like sweet. And it's just, I've gotten to where I, I'm very distrustful <laughs> I, when they're like, do you want relish? I'm like, what kind? Like, <laughs> so don't, you don't need ruin the, my you food. You need the, the DNA testing of the pickle you're going to have in your <laughs> relish. <laughs> where did it come from? Yes. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Explain. So we, you, you take the dill pickle and you wrap it in salami that has cream cheese spread on it. And then you just, you know, slice them up, put toothpicks and that's it. It's got, it's got like crunch and cream and it's really good. Yeah. We're doing stuffed mushrooms. 
Mm. We are doing taquitos. Okay, so we often do those little smokies where mm -hmm. you, you take smokies and you wrap it in bacon and then you put brown sugar and you put it in the oven. We, we almost always do those, but this year we're doing, it's a recipe where you do little smokies with peaches. I know that sounds weird, but mm. they're really, really good. We have had a book club that is also a food club because we eat foods that match the books. And we've had this book club for like, again, as long as our homeschool groups, like 16 years, something like that. And we miss it because we have not been meeting during the pandemic. But every holiday, we don't do a book because it's a busy time of year and everyone just brings whatever food. And there's a woman in our book club, Judy, who every, it's, become, it's just become tradition. She would always bring a crock pot filled with little smokies and this, it's like peach, it's not peach preserves, it's like canned peaches. I, mm. I don't know how to explain it, but they're good. And we've missed that the past couple of years. So this year when we said little smokies, we said, let's do it Judy's way because <laughs> we haven't had that. We need that recipe. We need to post that on the yeah. website because yeah. I'm curious about it. And I imagine <laughs> other people that are listening will be as well. Yeah. I wish I could remember the other foods we came up with, but they're all stuff like that. Just little kind of, I really like finger food. Like you can go and you can yeah. just kind of grab something and munch. Oh, I think we're making uh, I think we're making deviled eggs. That's for me and Kate because mm. the guys don't eat eggs and we love them. So yeah. How about you? We got a air fryer lid for our instant pot. So my husband went and got a lot of frozen stuff that we can make in that, like um, pizza rolls and vegetarian egg rolls and oh what mm. else um calamari fries. and we didn't get fries but we we will try that we got a bunch of apps last year and then asked the kids what their favorite things were that they wanted for sure this year they wanted potato skins and um spinach artichoke dip and oh yeah i love that i love like we've done that for christmas before too where instead of doing a meal we just do a bunch mm -hmm. of different appetizers and it's just it's so much more focused on the visiting then and less yes. about like getting the food on the table and then making sure everything is ready at the same time. And then, yeah. yes. Yeah. I agree with you. And I've always said this, but if I were at a party and there were appetizer tables on one side and dessert on the other, I would be all about the appetizer. Mm -hmm. I might venture over for like a little sweet thing to yeah. wrap it up with, but I will be very, very happy at the appetizer. Yeah. Table. <laughs> and little foods are like, I don't know, one of those life pleasures that just makes me happy. I just mm -hmm. love, that's why I, a part of why I like sushi. I just, I love little foods. I don't, I don't know why they're just, they're cute and they're fun and they're delicious. <laughs> it's just great. And when things are like served cute or mm -hmm. like in a, I don't know, a bento box or with a cute like sword toothpick. Yeah. I got a bunch of oh. rainbow colored cloth napkins for Christmas too. So I can put that out, all the different colors and uh. yeah. I like stuff like charcuterie boards. I know those are like all the rage, but mm -hmm. those are really fun. You can kind of pick at everything. Oh, we're doing frozen grapes, which oh. we've done with our charcuterie boards. You, you, I forget you wet the grapes and roll them the around jello? in sugar. No. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. You I don't have know to do that. it in the jello. Do you do a flavor? You okay? So it's on still playing school. <laughs> <laughs> I'll include the link, but yeah, um, any flavor. We really like cherry. And I think we've done grape, which is weird. I was going to say grape. grape. <laughs> and whatever the blue, blue raspberry. Oh. 
I don't even think we freeze them, but the, the gelatin powder gets kind of crunchy on the outside. Like crystallized kind yeah. of? Yeah. Yeah. They're really pretty. Mm-hmm. They're really pretty. Like we've done them where you roll them. I think you Ziploc bag, shake them in sugar, and then you put them in the freezer and then they're like, they're cold, but they're crystallized. And it's a nice compliment to like meats and cheeses and crackers yeah. and pickles. I'm hungry. <laughs> I know me too. It doesn't, it doesn't take much at all for me to want something. I, I'm really, every time I watch a TV show, it's like whatever they're eating, I'm like, oh, I, I could go for that. Well, now. and I know that since this does come out after New Year's, we're talking about all our New Year's snacks, but I just reshared on social media our mealtime cheat sheet episode because I'm already gearing up thinking, okay, mm -hmm. getting back into the mode of like grocery shopping, meal planning for after the new year after this crazy limbo of toast and chocolate yes <laughs> toast and pistachios and oranges <laughs> the the i guess i'm trying to make an acronym like the brat diet like you said earlier was that the the pot diet <laughs> does not oh, sound good. P C O T P. yeah so pots <laughs> So one of the things for New Year's Eve for us is that um, back in 2007, my dad died on December 31st, mm. 2007. He, we knew he was dying. He was on hospice at home. He had Parkinson's disease. Um, it's that weird time where you know they're dying and you know it's not long, but you don't know how long. Yeah. It's, it's very strange. So it was throughout, you know, that Christmas and New Year's and he died at two in the morning on December 31st. And so over the years, we've always, our kids at the time were, I think like four and seven, three, and, three and seven turning four, very, hmm. I don't know, is that right? Yeah, four, they were four and seven. And it's that thing where you're being very open about grief and it's okay to be sad and also doing your normal new year celebrations because they're kids and mm -hmm. you know it's just a really delicate balance yeah and so we've always had this tradition of having sushi on new year's like mark has lived in japan he majored in japanese before med school which is a weird like most people it's like <laughs> chemistry or like organic chem and so when everybody shares their majors all these doctors and his like japanese <laughs> But it's cool, like you, literature and language and the kanji, all that stuff. And so from living there, that their big new year is like they do all this food and seafood and this traditional food and, you know, it's savory stuff. So that's right up my alley. So we've always kind of done that, like sushi at New Year's and our kids like that. And um, since my dad died at two in the morning, the way we sort of navigate that, and it wouldn't have mattered what time, but in my head, that sort of makes sense. Mm -hmm. and, I think whenever anyone's dealing with grief, you do what makes sense to you and it may not make sense to others and that's okay. Um, but we always like acknowledge the anniversary of his death in some way, whether I, I kind of do what feels, what it feels like either I write something or I just sort of have a, a, almost like a, I guess like a conversation in my head mm -hmm. of what I would say to him. Or the thing we've done the most often is it's kind of this, we sort of created it, but it's this little ritual where we take a bowl of water 
and we set four floating candles in the water and we all go around and light the candle. And as we light our candle that's floating around in this dish, we share a memory, something we've done with him or miss about doing with him or some, something from when my dad was alive. And then we all take turns going around and we blow carefully blow out our candle and the, the smoke sort of signifies like a message. Oh, yeah, that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, we just say like what we would say to him if we could. And so what we usually do is do that earlier in the day. And just like some people don't want a morose funeral, they want a celebration of life, mm -hmm. which I, I love that concept. I love that so much. Um, my dad would not have wanted us. He definitely would not have wanted the kids missing out on something because of him or the attention on him and people missing out. That's just, that was not his way. He was mm -hmm. not like a big center of attention guy. And he, he was all about making everyone around him happy and comfortable. And he, he would definitely want us to enjoy. I, 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 that's not just something we say it. That's true. It wouldn't feel right if we didn't to me. So then we do, we do, we celebrate new years. And, um, even in the celebrating and the having a good time, I feel like I have this feeling of like, my dad would, he would want this, you know, mm -hmm. this, um, just kind of how we navigate that. And it's got me thinking about the different little subgroups we come up with in Cardigan Academy. We have this, uh, we were just saying earlier, it's like, just like a lot of what we do is an homage to Mr. Rogers, who we love Cardigan Academy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, what we're, what we're, the community we're building together online virtually with also people meeting in person sometimes is it's like a neighborhood. It's like a virtual neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And so we have a subgroup for, you know, people who are recovering from a toxic childhood. We have a subgroup for people working on productivity, accountability, wanting that gentle encouragement to get things done on their to-do list and in a, in a non boot camp way, like we mm -hmm. said before we, so coming down the, down the road are these other groups, like eventually soon, I think there will be a grief group for people mm -hmm. going through all kinds of grief and other ones as well. We've got all kinds of things in the works. So, um, yeah, I always think about my dad and grief and that kind of thing around, I guess that's tomorrow, New Year's Eve from yeah. the day we're recording. Um, so yeah, we're excited to have more communities to share with the people we work with and our friends and i love the overlap of them some people are in multiple groups and everybody gets to know each other and it's just i don't know like again it's not i don't know i've got chills right now i don't i don't know if that's one of the things we envisioned necessarily not, as yeah we, no but it's becoming a virtual neighborhood yeah it's amazing yeah it's so special so If you're interested in learning more about parenting, education, and mental health from our therapist teacher team, check us out at cardiganacademy.com. And we are also on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube.